What's up, y'all? Nah, the podcast, quarantine edition. Uh, this is the OG cast. We got everybody here. Hey, what's up, y'all? What up? Good. What's good? Oh. Good. Yeah, we... Uh... There you go. What you eating, man? <laughs> Austin's Pizza. Austin's <laughs> motherfucker. Austin's. Austin's Pizza. Pizza. Yeah, it feels like you just set him up like that. What are you eating, fam? <laughs> oh, <sweet>. uh, <laughs> lame ass commercial. Yeah, that's a nice pass. Yeah. Mm. So, um, yeah. So we're we're back. Um, another podcast. I believe it's episode thirty nine. Uh, we just shared a couple of old school ones to get you get you guys by, and um, yeah, we got the crew back together. So we're gonna do this. Uh, we're testing some things out. Obviously, we're, we're all kind of remote, so we'll see how it sounds and um, just do what we can. But um, anyways, we're back, and let me get a real quick intro here. I am Panda Vinci, and I be in my little man cave uh, from here. To y'all for your pleasure. Let me swallow. <laughs> I am Karan and I be at a um, probably a location I should not be taping at, but <laughs> we're gonna make it work. But I am I be Darren Griffin and I am Darren Griffin and I be it's been a minute. I be um, happy to be back. That's I'm right. Wrapping the, uh, wrapping the bulls over here, even though that ain't really my team. But yeah, you know, it's, I'm in the moment. There you go. I am Stephen DeBose, and I be be been gone for a minute. Yeah, man. Good to have yeah. you. In a hot damn minute. It's true. Yeah, it has been. Wow. Been out here. Long time gone. Shucking and jiving. for real. He might, I mean, he might got I think he didn't have, since the last time that you were on one, you have a whole other career now. You have a whole other life. Oh, that's true, man. Existence so, now. Yeah. It's a, it's a it's a trip, man. So a lot can happen in a year. So A whole lot can happen in a year. We'll see what this next year brings, man. You don't want to talk about it? <laughs> oh, well, it's... <laughs> oh, I mean, uh, director of the Austin Film Festival, uh, the script competition. So, and that brings in its largest script competition by uh, submission in the world. So, it's working with screenwriters and professional screenwriters to uh, pick the best screenplays that have been submitted, and then 
pick the winners out of that. And a uh, big festival happens every year. I've been working with them in different capacities, like for the past five years anyway. So mm-hmm. this now is basically just kind of, kind of gets me through those, uh, those Hollywood gates, you know, uh, much more access to the people that are creating favorite movies and TV shows and allows me as a writer to really be able to kind of share my work out there too much easier, try to get some myself produced mm-hmm. and made and created. So yeah, it's a, it's a very different world. <laughs> We're blowing up over here. Yeah, absolutely. Like, uh, yeah, it's how about you, Kay? What you, what you been up to? You've been having some life changes too, huh? Oh man, let's talk about it. <laughs> let's talk about. Let's talk What's, about. It. I got wine in this cup. You know what I'm saying? Like, that is not coffee. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> no, I mean all good things. All good things. Um, yeah. I mean, you know, up into this bullshit, but um, yeah, just working. Still doing, you know, a lot of work uh, with Under Armour. Still doing, you know, I moved in um, with, now I have this, uh, got a family situation now. And, you know, yeah. it's, 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 you know, it's, it's, it's changed over the last, last month or so. Month and a half. Yeah, about a month or so. Month and a half. How you liking the place? I dig it. Um, it's, uh, it's cool. I'm not mad at it. You know, I was kind of like apprehensive. I was like, I just, well, but not really, you know, because I, I kind of, it felt good. I was ready to do it. We are ready to do it together. So you know, I'm, I, I'm, I could not be, I could not be more thrilled about uh, the arrangement and uh, the addition of the, the kids seeing them all the time. And it's great. It's great. Yes. It's been, it's been, it's been uphill except for this kind of this virus bullshit. Yeah, man. Everyone's been on edge as far as that goes. How about you, Darren? Um, everything's been cool. No, not too many complaints. I'm good. Family's good. Um, quarantine life is all right. Quarantine life is all right. Um, I'm an introvert, so I'm at home all the time anyway. So. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> It's not really a huge adjustment for me, but um, yeah, work stuff is good. Just still doing a lot of content writing, marketing, and some freelance work with um, with Nike, Jordan Brands. So everything's it's on dope. the Tight. So dope. They but send you guys, that's the biggest news. I'm, I'm kind of glad you saved yourself. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> that's not really what I was trying that's to right. do. Well, the, the uh, listeners don't know. Kind of it's not really, but they don't know. So you gotta. Yeah, I'm I'm a dad now, so just had a thank, thank, you, thank you. Had my little baby girl Sky just uh, two days ago, three days ago. Yeah, it was a trip. How all that happened, but um, we were kind of celebrating for my birthday on Saturday. We had a huge um, uh, man. We made so much food it was all basically a steam with crab and potatoes shrimp you know the whole how that goes shrimp and all that you had a stew going yeah (laughs) yeah had a stew going baby and um and then uh yeah we're just hanging out having drinks margaritas and just kind of living it up i was like all right this is gonna be my last day i get to uh you know divulge you know what i mean (laughs) but i'm gonna start like kind of um 
you know, ease him back for when the baby comes and all that. And then uh, by the time we sang happy birthday and I had some carrot cake, it was go time. <laughs> and so Damn. it literally so just happened like that. Yeah. And uh, the cake. Uh, yeah, the cake was slamming, man. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but no, we're back home and uh, we're, we're, we're in this. We're doing this. So, uh, yeah, fatherhood. Here we come. <laughs> so anyways, <laughs> um, yeah, if you could tell, I don't like talking about myself, but, um, so yeah, man, uh, we kind of want to tackle a couple of, couple of these issues cause we definitely we're living in the time of nah, if you really think about it, um, as far as all the shit going down, maybe nah, and maybe why, why? so, um, <laughs> Y'all probably can't hear that, but anyways, um, yeah, man, we've been doing all this hunkering down and trying to do, cause we're doing it for everyone else. This is, this is not like a selfish situation. You know what I mean? Um, if you're, if you're at home, you're doing it for others. You know what I mean? That's the way I look at it. And, um, all this seems to be for nothing. If they're just going to open it right back up without taking all the precautionary measures. You know what I mean? And that's that's what's going down right now. We got people, we got Texas, Florida, basically all the dumbass states, you know, (laughs) (laughs) like you can kind of predict uh, which states are trying to be foolish here. I mean, they're out like like in like the state capital with guns and masks and doing looking like, what is that gun going to do? Like I, Stay out. I, in my opinion, go ahead and congregate together. Yes, Please do you. Out. Yeah. Have do a nice you. little barbecue. <laughs> Have a little Please barbecue. Stay out together. Mm-hmm. Just like a dumbass barbecue. And, um, you know, y'all Staying can. With y'all all can your sing, guns. Yeah, sing karaoke. Use the same microphone. Um, <laughs> Share your drinks. Yeah, just do it. But, like, you know, after that, go back in your hole. You know what I mean? Um, so yeah, as a podcast, we, we strongly advise against this shit. Um, continue to stay home. Don't listen to fucking, you know, if your governor's a dumbass, we already know, you know, there's a huge dumbass at the top, but, um, this is not really, it's not really up to them. This is up to the public. And it's, it's kind of always been that way. You know what I mean? Um, when it's time to take it serious, it's up to the public to take it serious or not. You know what I mean? So, uh, we're, we're, we still got to deal with this shit. So, uh, what are y'all's thoughts on that? I'll let some, I, I'll, I have lots to say. Um, <laughs> I know, I know. <laughs> it, it's, it's a few things to this. It's, I think, I think that people don't really, well, what happened first is that he went ahead and said, oh, it wasn't that big of a deal, or it's we're going to mitigate it in, in such a way that it's not going to be any big deal. Right. People have, in these other states, have decided to take the, the, those words and say, oh, it's really not that big of a deal, even mm-hmm. though, and what he hasn't done as, you know, our quote-unquote leader, you know, um, he hasn't done a good job. He hasn't done a good job of sort of like emphasizing the seriousness of what 
the disease actually is. He nope. hasn't really dis- talked about, I mean, to any extent. And my issue is that nobody at the top has. Mm-hmm. Nobody, not even Dr. Fauci, who's not even in good graces with Trump right now. So, um, yeah, dude, not what, to, has something happened there? I, I noticed uh, he's talking I, too I, real. He's saying real shit. So, yeah, he's yeah, like, nah, I can't have you on there. More. It seems like he pops off on the weekends, right? Like mm-hmm. when he's kind of away from them and then he does interv- individual interviews. Yep. Absolutely. And he just kind of like, man, this orange fool over here. Like, Podcast. Uh, yeah. And it's kind of wild because come Monday, you, you like he won't be involved with the whatever little shit show, their daily shit show they got going. That's that's all it is. Like today it was on. and I'm like, why are you even doing this? Like he literally just comes out and talks shit and then just goes back into his cave. And it's like this is the most unpresidential shit I've ever heard of. I mean, like, I guess we're not surprised anymore, but it's like. It's just he's not doing any good to anything right now. And it's just like the other part of it is that people are just not aware. You know, they. what I'm really tired of is still – I still have this thing where people are still saying it's like the flu. Yeah. It is nothing. It is absolutely nothing Yeah. like the flu. Like – you know, I'm, and I'm going to say the following just as a regular person so the people aren't like, oh, it's some doctor telling you. Listen. Right. No, we're not saying we're doctors. This is, this yeah. is not, I'm not a doctor or anything like that, but this is what the, what the evidence says is that this is not like a flu. This is like basically some virus that shuts down your whole body. It's, it's not like mm-hmm. someone <laughs> cough, cough, yeah. tussing, and go to bed and get some rest. No. Chicken like, soup. You're, yeah. Your heart is going to be reduced. Your lungs are going to be reduced. Your liver yeah. is going to be reduced. There's some signs that it's got. You're going to have neurological issues. You're going yeah. to have brain issues. Yeah, I've seen some of that. This is. They're saying that, that your clot, your blood clots, like anticoagulants, don't even work. Wow. On a lot of people, like when you have the blood issue, or maybe you need something, you know, blood transfusion or whatever. Your your it's making your blood clot in a different way than it did before. Like, this is a whole other thing. This has nothing, people, that, I mean, this is something else. A problem with it. When we come across something that we don't understand and we haven't seen before, mm-hmm, instead mm-hmm. of just saying this is unpredictable, we try and relate it to something that we know about. Right, right, right. we're stupid. Because we're stupid. And <laughs> instead of just saying, hey, we're still learning about this thing, we're like, oh, well, it's kind of like this thing. And mm-hmm. it's, and that just keeps people uninformed about the changes, how crazy this thing is, how it shuts down your entire body, how it's like something that we've actually never seen before. Mm-hmm. And it just has to be reported that way. That's the only fair and accurate yes. and just yeah. way to report it. Well, minute best, by minute. Go ahead. No, I was just saying, because I think the best way to look at it is like the fact that it is a novel virus. Like it's, we it's we don't know what it's capable of. I mean, we we know to a degree at this point, but we don't know how bad the second round is going to be. We don't know like if it's going to mutate into something else, or you know what I mean. Uh, I'll, one of the scariest things I've seen was a meme that says uh, "person from the future" talking to person from today, saying, "So did the virus already outbreak? Yes, it did. Now 
uh, did the bodies reanimate yet? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that's next, actually. Mm-hmm. It's like, oh no. But uh, yeah, it's. I mean, it's one of those things. It's natural. It's human nature to want to compare something unknown to something known. So we at least have a a way to 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 internalize it and figure out how to kind of process that information. The problem is not acting like that simple comparison means you can treat it like the previously known existing uh, thing that we compare it to, right? Right. And real medical professionals will acknowledge that and say, but this is something unknown, so we have to proceed as such and be as as cautious as we can given the, the little known factors that we have for it. But you can't, but everybody immediately acting like, oh, this is like the flu. This is like something that, oh, this is the flu had worst cases, blah, blah, blah. All those people had to backtrack, right? Dr. Drew was one of these big proponents that was like, oh, it's just like the flu people calm down, calm down. And then he had to backtrack because you can see the numbers are already greater than that. And, yeah. and the way it's affecting people's body is much different than that. Right. So it's well, people that, that, yeah, I know. I know. Otherwise he, he, he'd be clowned even more than he gets. Oh. Clowned. Mm-hmm. <laughs> He's a dumbass. Oh, <laughs> The other part of it, too, is that people aren't getting better. People aren't really, they're recovering, but they're not really recovering. Like, nobody, like they're saying, like, 3 or 4% are actually developing antibodies. Are so, not. Are, they're, only 3 or 4% of people are developing, oh, have, oh. have or can develop antibodies. So oh, it's really? really a small amount of people, even if they recovered, that they're going to be able to fight it off again. That's the reason why people are either two things, one, one or two things are happening or both. Either the disease is so deeply seated into your, into your lungs that it just kind of, that's the word, reanimates and you become sick again. <laughs> no. Right? Or you become susceptible to getting it again. Right. Even more susceptible, susceptible. So if you recovered now, and when that second wave comes, you might actually just die. That's why. That's what's happening when people. There has been lots of all over the place where people are recovered, and all of a sudden, like two days later, they're just dead. Yeah, because they can't fight it off the second time because they're not developing antibodies to fight it off. So it like comes so, back for revenge in a way. Basically, and that's what it sounds. Like. That was like an early Chinese report. They were saying like like a month ago that that was what was happening to a lot of people. Now. Obviously, the Chinese numbers we don't we can't trust them. Yeah, but um, because they're not going to be can't truthful trust right now. And and right. I, that's one thing I got. I kind of want to comment on is I know as Americans, well, as people in general, we don't want to trust facts or I guess conspiracies. Right? You got to kind of basically use the information you got, and uh, I don't know, make your own conclusions, and that's just how it is now you know what i mean um but with the information we got i mean it's is it worth it you know if you want to be any kind of hero or dumbass you know and then i don't know it it can go way further than that especially if you start talking about what the chinese maybe did or maybe didn't do you know what i mean yeah i'll just be like stay in the house yeah just don't get it at all just stay in the crib it's so simple. <laughs> I mean, don't, it is not worth it. It is yeah. not worth it. Yeah. And uh, and I even feel bad because I had 
my baby shower right before the shit like went down. You know what I mean? Um, and that was the last time I really went out of the house. Yeah, with it too. Grocery store, like that's it. That was it. Yeah, that was same. Like, first first weekend of March. Mm-hmm. Yeah, right before the yeah that was shut it. Now, because we were even right. thinking talking about it at the time, and it's like. You know, if people don't show up, that's fine. You know, I totally understand, you know. And then uh, Aaron showed up and Aaron Dishman tried to make me feel guilty for showing up. Yeah. Like, oh, yeah. To come. <laughs> yeah. He wasn't hugging. I mean, and I love all those folks over there, but I was trying to avoid hugs, any type of kisses, oh, yeah. anything like that. And, uh, yeah, we, that's right. you know, that's right. and that was, and again, that was right before a lot of the stuff got shut down, like citywide. Uh, I think South by had already, that was the same week South by had announced they were shutting down, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, oh, yeah, so yeah, yeah. So, and that was the last time I'd been anything, too. Of course, Aaron, you know, wants to be uh, ultra paranoid. And I'm paranoid, but Aaron was being ridiculous. But I was nah. like, you know. <laughs> he really wasn't, though, then, <laughs> if you think about he it. Was. He, well, that's the thing. And even then, yeah. I was trying to avoid, like, I was really trying to avoid even daps with folks. But uh, yeah. you know, it's hard to do at events like that, so. You just had sanitized everywhere like you should, and y'all did good. Like that yeah. was the last time I got out. I remember that, except for grocery store. I kind of felt bad for not going, but I was like, "Yeah, nah, we, we yeah. didn't want anyone to." The last bad. thing, yeah, the last thing I did right before that, I guess it was that, that Friday. What was it on a Sunday, Saturday, or Sunday? It was Saturday. Saturday. So that yeah. Friday, I went to Cabela's and bought a gun. Yo, so that's what I that I bought. Like, you know, so I got. I was like, and I got to keep mm-hmm. weaponry together. So that's what I did. I was like, mm-hmm. let me get the weaponry together just in case. You put all those uh, gift cards you got for Christmas from Cabela's towards the gun. Yeah. <laughs> so so you didn't take your gun down to the Capitol steps? You didn't, you didn't no, buy it for that? I did that? not. It is in a locker, in a biometric lock box. What do you, what do you mean, like a responsible gun holder? Or gun, that's right. Gun owner? That's right. That's right. That's right. I got it safely somewhere where other people besides only i can get to it yeah um, yes well. there does not need to come out unless i there is a imminent threat to my family yeah. right right shit well there you go man yeah it's smart. it's smart otherwise what's the point anyway exactly to wave yeah, your dick around whole deal. right whole deal. well their message is totally convoluted and stupid anyway you know what i mean like it's it, I mean, they sh- okay, they're showing up, they're protesting against, I guess, whatever local government, the national government, they're protesting for Trump or, you know, it's just so convoluted and weird. They show up with their guns, they show up with their mega hats, and then they're wearing masks. So it's like, and th- this is the best part, this is the best part, is that they're wearing masks, I don't know, just in case. But the thing is, they you know they're wearing it for the wrong reason. You know what I mean? Because if you're wearing a mask, you are literally being socially conscious, right? Like you're wearing your mask to protect others. <laughs> so they're ironically, you know, kind of helping. <laughs> you know what I mean? It's so confused. It's like it's like a lasagna of dumbass, man. <laughs> well, the funniest part is that half the <laughs> pictures I saw of people with masks on, they had their messages scrawled across the mask, right? Yeah, yeah, and, yeah, and some of them I saw weren't even wearing real masks. They were wearing like symbolic, 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 whatever. Yeah, symbolical stuff that was like, um, 
Uh, I think I saw one guy with like a fucking a pad on his face or something, a, a, like a diaper on his face, like people with just stupid shit. That wasn't really mask anyway. It was tough for them to to just kind of say, this is what I think about about your stay-at-home order. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I guess that part of it, but... But, well, it's pointless. The thing, the thing is... That's, What's the point? Shit, it's not going to work, yeah. And that's the thing is none of us love this whole idea that you can't go out and and that your favorite restaurants are going to shut down forever and like like it's having it's having a very negative impact but they think it's what it's it's the liberals you know what i mean like they're just wanting to ruin every business and yeah or you know they're trying to take down trump trump down trump will take down himself like don't even worry about that but it's just like uh it it just doesn't make any sense none at all and they don't even know how to express the fact that they're upset. You know what I mean? Right. That's the funny part. Um, I mean, that's the thing. It's nobody, Republican or liberal, nobody wants the world to shut down. No. Like, nobody wants to have to fucking stay in their house. Nobody wants, whether you're a Republican, liberal, or independent, like, business owner, yeah. nobody wants to not have their business in operation and not work. Nobody wants to not be able to go to restaurants and bars and not go shopping. Nobody wants that shit. Yeah, no shit. But life should be paramount above all else. Like the fucking economy is not going to do bounce back for what, maybe half a quarter until everybody starts getting sick and dying again. Like what the fuck life has to be paramount. Yeah. There's no economy without life. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. I mean, it's the basic two plus two is four shit. Mm -hmm. Well, there's, there's been a couple positives that's come out of this and that's all. I think, uh, just everything around the idea of quarantine and people being clever and um, DJs have really kind of got to show, you know, what they got. And uh, so there's been some forms of entertainment. Um, Half of them are, you know, just great little IG sets from DJs or whatever, if you can figure out your sound. Uh, And (laughs) So and some, I mean, we were kind of waiting for shit for one J- Jazzy Jeff to get better, and then once he did, yeah. like he was throwing down some fire ass sets, you know. But um, some cool shit um, from that. Yeah, uh, people have been really resourceful, which is inspiring, you know. And, yeah, there and you go. D Nice has been the biggest DJ so far to for do sure. like a club quarantine thing and had. Michelle Obama in there commenting and yeah. and everybody else. And then of course, you know, there's Jazzy Jeff and there's Questlove and there's yeah. everybody essentially. Mm-hmm. But it's cool. It's cool to see like those guys actually get their props for being, for just being good. Not oh, playing and, and Mel, we got to shout out Mel like because just playing what they love. Right. So yeah, for sure. Tough. I think the first one I saw was Mel and then um, mm-hmm. like he did it like that Saturday or something. And it, it kind of, it, it became really popular, but you know, that's on a local level, but um, shout out to Mel. He's always doing shout his thing. Yeah. Um, and another thing it's created is these battles. I mean, I guess they were kind of doing them before and um, now it's, it's kind of, I would stay away from this. <laughs> If I were anybody right now, <laughs> because especially if you don't know how to kind of navigate, you know, as far as technology, you know what I mean? No, that's that's like, <laughs> yeah, that's 100 percent an old person thing. 
Yeah. It is. <laughs> it's like, that's all it is. Like the whole yeah. Teddy Riley and Babyface thing. The one that, the battle that happened earlier this week was like their third try. Was right. that the third try? Yes. Yeah. Because they couldn't get it to work. Mm-hmm. And, you know, Teddy Riley is over here fumbling <laughs> and this and this. He got yeah. a whole bunch of handlers and people trying to get like an IG live video to pop. Like, dude. It's a, he had a production. Mission. He sure did. It was a production. It was yeah. a production. Like he had yeah. people in the background. They was yeah. dancing. <laughs> he was trying to have a whole show behind him. Yeah. See, right now, Karan's <laughs> yeah. background and his microphone sound better than, than Teddy did. Exactly. Oh, this is way better. <laughs> Golly. Golly. Yeah, so why wouldn't they just do that? Like, just throw it on, like, maybe make a video group recording and then just toss it on YouTube or something. You know what I mean? Like, now you got a good recording. and The thing that makes those uh, battles so great is yeah. that they're intuitive. Like, you can literally see, you know, um, in D-Nice's thing, he was playing, like, some Jeffrey Osborne and Jeffrey Osborne is commenting, like, thanks for yeah. playing my So you feel like you're in the party with Jeffrey Osborne. When really yeah. you're at home on your couch and he's probably somewhere in a really nice, nice, nice house. <laughs> yeah. But, but right there, but right there, it's all flattened out. It's all flattened out. That's Everybody's true. equal in that digital space, right? Mm-hmm. So it can't be a pre-recorded situation because you don't get, you know, the minute-by-minute happenings of, like, Holly no. Berry and flirting with somebody like well it, it could still oh, be yeah, live that's right yeah 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 yeah. people were yeah that was that was something that was like on a wednesday yeah i like one for it on like a tuesday night just like what's yeah. up you got <laughs> to you have to like what you have to what yeah gonna... yeah yeah she had a whole bottle of that white girl wine that's <laughs> right <laughs> uh but uh <laughs> love that shit What's it called? Uh, yeah, so we saw these going down before um, where they had, uh, what was the first one? We Swiss and uh, Blaze. Um, they kind of just threw down their sets of just their jams, right? And it was just a battle between, um, you know, just uh, one catalog versus another. And they're two icons, right? So that's kind of like it. So it started becoming an icon versus icon thing. And then uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. a couple of weeks ago, we had, um, well, before that, it was, uh, I totally missed it, but it was uh, Swiss and Timberland, right? Yeah, um, I missed that one, too. Yeah, I missed it, too. <coughs> was that, that on IG like Live? Yeah, yeah, it was on It was on IG. Uh, it, I, for one, IG is just not made for this, like, at all. Um, but, like, uh, and then... And then they uh, threw out, or they challenged uh, P- uh, DJ Premier and the RZA. And, like, everyone got so excited, you know what I mean? And it was just kind of, it was going viral before it even had a chance to go viral, you know what I mean? And then um, I set up my whole Saturday night for that. I had a speaker and everything. And, uh, man, it smelled, sounded like dog shit. <laughs> you know yeah, what I mean? I mean. <laughs> it was like, why am I even, <laughs> you might as well just watch it on your phone, you know what I mean? Like... Uh, yeah, but uh, yeah, and then it's it's bad because it 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 kind of so they're already old heads, right? And 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 they're trying to figure this this thing out. It just makes them look bad because even if they do know the sound, you know, like it's not patching right, or like someone's using an iRig. I think RZA was using an iRig, but it wasn't working right. 
like the mm-hmm. um you know whatever uh ig i don't know what they use as far as like uh their data or what but like it just would not sync up right to the sound you know what i mean like it's it's not made for that it's made for literally for like if you're chatting you yeah. Doing a live video and someone wants to come in and say, "Hey, what's up? Oh, this is crazy. All right, bye." You know what I mean? So Swissbeats had it. Swissbeats had it perfectly. Yeah. Like he knows that the sound is not going to be super great to begin with. Yeah. So what he did was sat in his car. There you go. And played the music through his car. Yeah. Which is like perfect. Where you surrounded oh, really? by sound. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Where you surrounded by sound. Yeah. And yeah. sound sounded good too. And he was in his studio. You know, it sounded better than Babyface and. Um, Teddy Riley, but you know, you have to account for like you can't overproduce this because it's not going to come out of the other end. And it like, makes you look goofy. <laughs> like, it, the other thing too is that when people hear the songs, whatever is not quite there, their mind is going to automatically fill in. Sure, oh, you know what I'm saying. Yeah. So yeah, it's yeah, like yeah. even if they don't quite hear it in the in the golden way that you heard it on, on your yeah. CD or whatever, yeah, yeah, you're gonna hear the song and you're gonna hear the hear the hook and the whatever, mm-hmm. and you're just and your the, mind is gonna fill in the other thirty percent. Right, the yeah. memory to kick in, the moments where you were, like all that stuff is gonna start rushing. Yeah, right. Yeah, so um, you threw it up there, and I, I just wanted I kind of been thinking about checking it out anyway, so I watched it on. Uh, YouTube last night was the rematch of Teddy Riley and uh, and Babyface. Did you watch and- Stephen? No, I didn't get to. I didn't get to watch it yet. I'm telling you, I've only been seeing all the online shit. But it, I'm gonna have to go on and check it because it looked oh it was like it was fire. Okay. Oh, oh, for real, bro. So now I'm kind of wondering what Teddy was trying to do in the first place. You know what I mean? Like he was gonna perform. Wait, wait. Okay, before we get on this. I did notice Teddy, Teddy had uh, drawn in his mustache with a marker, right? That had to be a joke, right? Oh, well, yeah, that's that Beijing. That's that Beijing, baby. The who? <laughs> like, Beijing. it was clear that that was scribbled in. I don't so know I what like, that is. Die, is that? No. Nah. You know, oh, man. <laughs> you know that Beijing, dude. You know. You know we, get you right. Don't, yeah, don't is feel it, it die? Oh, you got to have an artiste. Yeah. Yeah, you gotta have, get down this but, whole air right here. Yeah, that's that, an artiste. That's what I thought it was. Yeah, because that fool's seventy six years old, man. No, it, is he really? No, just not. I was like, whoa, shit, he looked good for that seventy six. But no, but I was thinking it was that. But that should look like he really got a visa V and just was just like <laughs> he did. Uh, <laughs> yeah, hey, he drew them sharp ass lines. You know, you know, he be having that razor ass sharp. He's got that old school razor. You know. No way he's getting okay. that done in a quarantine, you know what I mean? Yeah, no shit. That's true. That's a good point. It's a good, good Beijing. But so I have to come <laughs> over to the house. I'm going to have to look that the up. Die with the die. B-I-G-E-N. Okay. Beijing. You know, like, uh, what's his name on all his memes and shit? Um, That's right, yeah. Uh, uh, Spice Adams. Spice you know Adams. Yeah. Oh, Beijing. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, this yeah. hairline be right here, but then the Beijing be like a down <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> trying to fill it in, but Teddy's really. I thought Teddy was joking with his though, because you could literally see the scribble lines. But you he's been having that shit since the nineties. Like it's literally <laughs> yeah. been that same kind of. It just makes him look like a uh, creep, shit, <laughs> <laughs> or like an R and B dude, which is <laughs> the same motherfucking thing. Yeah. <laughs> but um, anyways, 
No, I mean, I got love for I got love for Teddy, man. Like, obviously, you know, he's got a lot of damn. Teddy's awesome. Yeah, yeah. And um, and you had the set set list in here. You threw it in there. Um, but it was like but it was it was cool to see but i think what it showed me you know what it probably revealed more than i ever really thought about it is babyface is that dude man like he's i know yeah. he's kind of like always been but like man oh man like and he just the way he just casually like was just flaming him up you know what i mean easily effortlessly. yeah yeah <laughs> and like it was almost like <laughs> like pre-scripted like uh, the way, because Teddy came out first. I think. <laughs> I'm scrolling down these memes. <laughs> it is, it's that Teddy Riley where the, this is fine. <laughs> oh yeah, on fire with the little hat. <laughs> yeah. Oh, I was getting blazed up, man. Um, okay, I got it. <clears throat> so like, uh, yeah, they both had a lot to bring to the table here, but like, it just that the way they had it set up. I mean, Babyface, he wasn't going to, like, get out. He was going to overthink it. He was going to just kind of, like, let him be the talent. You know, like his presence. You know what I mean? Oh, yeah. He had... He did it he right. candles, sage burning. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> he had on his velvet blazer. Yeah. And then he waited until Teddy, like, could not connect. And then he had, like, a big-ass glass of wine next to him. He said, mm. <laughs> like... <laughs> And he did it like at, on on cue for when Teddy was like struggling, you know what I mean? And oh, he's like, yeah. he was like, mm, mm, mm. <laughs> and then and then he flamed Teddy up with a song. I think it might have been like Tony Braxton, "You're Making Me High" or something like that. And the yep. comments went off. And right after that, Teddy had some more. Oh, I didn't see the comments. And so, of course, while Teddy's scrambling with his like team to like figure his shit out. Baby yeah. Fish, like whips out his acoustic guitar and start playing yeah. like Clapton songs and just like <laughs> yeah, I think he did. With when will I see you again? And just like yeah, God, yeah. Dog, like yeah, man. And it's like um, and then when Teddy would bring out the big guns, like Baby Hayes would outgun him. You know what I mean? Like like he threw down the show, and I was kind of like, okay, okay, Teddy's about to start turning this shit around. And then uh, he comes back with fucking two occasions. You know what I mean? Oh, like. Man. Yeah, he, he was basically like, oh, goddamn. Like, he just took away your big gun, like, with no problem. <laughs> you know what I mean? Um, <laughs> Two occasions the- was going to undercut whatever he had. Anyway. Pretty much. It really was. Yeah. But um, he kept trying to get, get, like, get the vibe a little more hype. And Babyface, like, nah, I'm not even, not even going there. Babyface, like, was like, he would sun him so smooth. He was yeah. Like, <laughs> That's smooth That's- sunning. It's a really great song. That's I love to take it to the club. Yeah. But the ladies like the bedroom, so I'm going to play this one. Oh! <laughs> he, said, he said, yeah, that's cool if you're hanging out with the fellas. Right, right. <laughs> he said, yeah. I, don't, I, don't do, I don't do remixes. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. He was <laughs> sunning him, man. <laughs> he was basically saying, like, when he said, I don't do remixes, he was like, I'm not ghetto. Sorry. Right, right. Yeah. Right. I don't do that kind of thing. That's what that's what pe- that's what your element does. I don't yeah. do that. I'm wearing a smoking jacket. What it was you know what this is. He's like, that's what your demographic. Yeah. <laughs> but it was great, man. Like uh I was kind of enjoying that one. Probably more than I even enjoyed Premiere and 
and RZA to tell you the truth. Like, because they were kind oh, of just, yeah, it was just more entertaining to me. Um, but older like, people, uh, older guys, older dudes are just funny, man. They, they were just funny. Well, they were really coming at each other's throats. Like it was a little more competitive. Like, like Primo and RZA were kind of like, I don't know, Premier was just giving them props for every song, going nuts. Saying that was the fans. They were being fans of each other. Yeah. Which yeah. is cool. I get it. Yeah. One hip hop one. Anyways. Uh, but yeah, I mean, and then some songs, I didn't know he did rock steady. I had no idea that uh, Babyface did rock steady. Dog. Uh, I had no idea. Did he do fucking Boys to Men? I'll make love to you. Oh, see, oh yeah. Now most of the time, most of the time, Babyface songs that he produced, you can literally throw his voice in there, and you're like, oh yeah, that's a Babyface song. Yeah, yeah. Like like Tony Braxton, like Tevin Campbell, like those songs, you can literally replace with Babyface, and you're like, that's a Babyface song. You know what I mean? But, But but like real quick, can we just like as as a people? Can we talk as a community? Can we just agree that like. Most of this voice and then shit was like high key trash. Yeah, like it was good songwriting, all that, but it's not good. It's it's 100%. fundamentally good songwriting. It's so corny. But it's well, corny. it's it's for a certain generation. But then that's what period of time. it's our generation. Like, no. Yeah, that's but what, but for a certain time period, that shit you're not gonna go. You're not gonna put that on. You're not gonna put that on like on a, a Spotify playlist that you're gonna that you're gonna put at like a housewarming party and shit, right? No, you oh, put I'm, on, not, I'm not gonna put it on ever. You're not. Gonna put, <laughs> I'll make, you're not gonna put. I'll make love to you, even though it's a quintessential love making song. No, making playlist. No, it's no, corny. No, it's definitely corny. Now. No, no, no women like those. Yeah. Women, they don't want that. No way. The panties be sliding <laughs> up. <laughs> sliding up. Like, what is this? Yeah. What is it? Yeah, I got a meeting in the morning. Ah. <laughs> this sounds ridiculous. Oh, what you doing? Yeah, when you hear the little intro. <laughs> yeah. Like, oh hell no. I mean, and plus it was just like it was for herbs. Like it was for herbs. <laughs> for herbs. Singing a song. Like, oh my god, we need to start a band. <laughs> I mean, for herbs, like a, for herbs, yeah, for herbs, pieces and herbs. <laughs> herbs I mean, you look at Boys to Men. It was the Boys to Men wasn't like they were so like from Boys to Trash. I mean, but it was like you gotta remember though. Remember, Old Town Philly was like kind of this like black all American thing, right? Yeah, Motown, with, high school with, Motown thing, Philly thing, and they got these like the jackets, the, the varsity jackets on. And they were just barbershop cool. style, they were cool, yeah, barbershop quartet right. style and shit. And that was yeah. cool, and that was fine as like as it was. But then when they went into like I'll make love to you and stuff, <laughs> and the one sweet day, and, yeah. oh, that's the worst. Wait, wasn't that a Mariah song? That's that right. It was. It was it's Mariah feature. It was on. It was on both albums, though. Right. Oh. oh. Okay. Double down yeah, on that person. motherfucker. They did, but they. You know what? It stayed number one for like a thousand I mean, weeks up until it did. It until, did until 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 uh, Lil Nas X. It was number one for like the most consecutive weeks oh. until oh, until for that long. Road. That's the one. Yeah. That's the one. Old Town Road knocked off. Yep. Whoa. Oh. I mean, I believe it. Like I said, that was shit that was made for that time that they knew would chart, they knew would sell, and oh, that they God. knew people would want to fucking hear at the time. Yeah. Just not, well, you know, I mean, there was no social timeless. media. To, there was no social media to tell you that, that that what you would listen to was trash anyway. Yeah. So you were just listening to whatever it was. It yeah. went like, 
you know. Yeah, I didn't think of Boy Simmons as trash. It, right. It was no, just like that's not for me. Eh, okay. Yeah. yeah, exactly. But it wasn't yeah. like like today I'd be like, Do you listen to Boys and Men? You listen to you listen to a group that got a two, a Roman numeral two in the middle of it. No, I'm not listening to <laughs> yeah. that. Dude, I can get them on our podcast probably. No. Oh. Right now. <laughs> right now. Today, yeah, yeah. They'll sing. Yeah, I can scoop them up. <laughs> hey, 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 Wanye, you busy? <laughs> Well, yeah, twenty five dollars a yeah, piece. I'm, I'm doing this other podcast, but I'll be there. <laughs> um, twenty five dollars yeah. a piece, and we get you a, a gift certificate to Austin's Pizza. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah he, he just kind of <laughs> kept setting off on him, man. Like, uh, do, and he would do it at the right time. Like, I think the thing about Babyface is like his catalog is crazy, but he never put out like a singular all time great album or anything like that. You know what I mean? Like, but he he would hook people up. Uh, with hits man and i think he knew how to write for other people really well um so his his catalog was pretty damn nuts now one teddy song i didn't know was uh is it good to you the heavy d i was i didn't know that was Mm -hmm. a teddy song Uh, prime new jack swing though right there Mm -hmm. yeah yeah yeah. which that was his pocket really i mean you know my favorite takeaway from that battle was again Babyface just being just like a, a notch above. Uh, Teddy Riley played one of his Michael Jackson records. Mm-hmm, um, mm-hmm. I can't remember which one it was. In the closet, I think. Was jams? Uh, that shit jams. No, it was jam. He played jam, which was great. It was like a good, good jab. He played jam. Yeah. And after he finished, Babyface was like, "Oh man, I love that song. I love <laughs> the work that you did with Michael. Mm-hmm. And you know what Michael told me? He told me that he loved you." So it was just like this very strategic sounding like like, yeah, Michael yeah. <laughs> like my, Michael was like my best friend and he told me that he liked you, little homie. He told yeah. me that you- <laughs> it was like God sunning. Yeah. I'm here. I'm here and you're right here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And this is this is where we are. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. <laughs> and plus when when he works with Michael, like Michael would literally kind of write the song with his mouth and then like Teddy would kind of go over it with the beats. You know what I mean? I'm not, I'm not trying to trash Teddy, but, you know, that's kind of how those songs were written. The songs were great. They were so, good songs. Yeah, absolutely. In the Closet, Jam, Dangerous. He played Dangerous at played Dangerous, yeah. 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 Oh, Blood of the Dance Floor, too. Yeah. Oh, nice. But he did, a, he did, yeah. They both did. It was good. It was entertaining. But um, and then it ended kind of like, all of a sudden, they couldn't connect. And then uh, and then throughout the throughout the set, only Teddy's side would be kind of blurring in and out, and but like, of course, face is all just sitting there and like chilling. It was just, yeah, it just wasn't meant for him, man. <laughs> I mean, it just, yeah, bad matchup. I don't know what. Uh, yeah, yeah, it was a bad matchup. So, would y'all, who would y'all like to see after this? These, they're probably gonna keep going. Oh yeah, I think this is this is gonna be an ongoing thing. I think. No matter what, yeah. I, mean, I want to see you know saying like jam like we were talking about that like, on, on offline in our group chat like it should be a damn tournament, you know. <laughs> um, <laughs> bracket style jam jam and Terry jam and Terry yeah. and get somebody else you know I don't know who it would be I mean that's what I'm saying like who who's going to even like approach what it is that I mean they could just play all. Janet Jackson stuff and, and probably destroy somebody. That's all, right. It don't have to be like 
you know, I don't know. That's interesting. Mm-hmm. It might have to be like Prince or some know, shit like that. <laughs> now Roger likes, I don't know, somebody. Oh, that would be dope. Just, yeah. But now, it, that I, would be interesting. Now Rogers mm-hmm. and, well, shit. I'd like to see Mark Ronson throw up there too, somebody. That would be fun. It'd be interesting. Yeah, it'd be fun. He, he got some gems. Yeah. Well, it had to be his whoever is contemporary. Who will be a Mark yeah. Ronson contemporary? Yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean, obviously, even though I don't like the dude, Pharrell and Kanye would be like the the yeah. top, of, top of the. Oh. I was just gonna say that too. But you I want to see Kanye against each other. Okay, you'd be so there for days. Pharrell would right. smash him, but he would like be nice about it, and like. I don't know about that. Oh, come on. Uh, for real, for real, for real. But Kanye, again, the thing about these battles is that. Let me like, pants here, chicken, like, dude. Swiss, like Swiss, <laughs> beats, Swiss beats crush Timberland, and Timberland's catalog is way better. That's that, true. That calm and cool that Pharrell has is probably wouldn't work great against. But like, Kanye would play himself, especially if there's video of him. You know what I mean? Know. He would be he would corny as fuck and annoying. That's true. And he would look like a bad guy, like, immediately. <laughs> no, nah, I think Pharrell would smash Kanye. I like, Kanye's... He's way too versatile, I'm of, man. Kanye, Pharrell, I don't, I don't know. Actually, now that I think about it, I'm trying to think of how many producers could, would actually even stack up with Pharrell's... Catalog. Catalog. I can't. Like, at all. Right, not outside any, of hip hop and just any genre. Just yeah. any genre. He crosses yeah. all genres. Yeah, yeah, he does. Any genre. I don't. It'd be hard to beat. It'd be because you can go from Snoop to No Doubt. Like, yeah. I mean, he can go across anywhere, and then you you be out here lost. <laughs> you be out here messed up like uh like old boy was with uh ah I just thought of it Scott Stout with Scott. Yeah. Uh, um, yeah, football thing. Someone who could jump in there. Pharrell even did Madonna, right? Scott Storch. Yeah, everybody. Scott Storch. Storch. Scott Storch did. He did. Uh, I mean, he he again. Nah. He knew how to play the game. He knew how to play the situation. Manny yeah. Fresh. Manny Fresh was good. Maybe it's he my, was good. It's my but, sensibilities and what I like, but right, he get crushed. Like a lot of people thought he got crushed. In my opinion. It was tough. Who did? <laughs> Scott pulled out the keys. He started <laughs> oh with the cigarette in his hand. Yeah, <laughs> man. Keys. It he was just, ugly at that point. Right at that point, it was ugly. I was like, oh, he's just such a virtuoso. <laughs> like Manny yeah. Chris, like, like back that ass up, and then Scott Source would just play on the keys like the roots. You got me or something, and just like, what are you gonna do? Yeah. Um, what's it called? Uh, oh. You know who would probably be down to battle, even at his age, Quincy. Yeah, Ooh. Ooh. <laughs> that would be raw. Yeah, that would be raw. So maybe him versus like Terry and Jimmy, or something like yeah. that. Yeah. That could work. That could work. That's the one. I mean, yeah. you talk about going back decades, and he—he's—he's he, he's just as uh, he would do it. He would do it. You know what I mean? Yeah, he would. He would. <laughs> I mean, mm-hmm. he can go from soundtrack work yeah. to Michael Jackson yeah. to damn. He could just end it off with We Are the World. Like, he could just, like, <laughs> dominate your <laughs> <the> whole shit. <laughs> you thought you was doing something. You didn't, you young buck. You put on this We Are the World. 
Let me just. <laughs> yeah. And it's just over. It's over. It's done. Uh, he probably have some unreleased shit from artists like Michael Prince, people that don't even record him when they're dead. He probably have some unreleased shit he could just drop. Just yeah, he, he, that would be wild. Yeah, he could drop them thriller outtakes that didn't even make the shit. Yeah, because you know they yeah. wrote like two hundred right. songs for that thing. Yeah, you know they right. did. Um, there's still like music coming out every now and again. You're like, God damn, that was on off the wall or shit. You know what I mean? Um, so anyways, that'd be tight. Um, yeah, so I know we've all been cooped up and uh everybody is just like stuck on watching Netflix and whatever, wearing out whatever app and whatever they got, you know what I mean? Um anything y'all been into over this uh trying to keep yourself entertained that you would recommend for their listeners? Let's see. Well, I mean, I've been having to actually watch. I I have to watch it. So, um, I watched Black as Fuck. That was that? funny to me. Yeah, that's next on my list. It's Kenya Barris' um, new show, and he's the creator of. Sorry, not to cut cut you. I'm just no, you're good. No, go tell, tell, go ahead. He's the creator of Blackish and mm. all the spinoffs, Grownish, Mixedish. Oh, so it's low key um, funny. Yeah, 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 and he's produced a lot of shit on the side too. And now he's and actually he's the one his, acting. Yeah, it's his own show. Like ah. on with basically, I think it's kind of like a curb inspired type show, right? Okay, okay. So it's Semi. like, yeah, like him and his family. Yeah, because Blackish is basically inspired by his family because his wife is like a nurse or a doctor. She's mm. light skinned They got all these kids, and so oh yeah, and he's got what's her name playing his wife or something, right? Um, Rashida. Rashida Jones. Yeah, yeah. Rashida. yeah. Love how Steven so casually like she light skinned and he got all these kids. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's, well, that's part of I guess that's part of the deal. That's part of the yeah. deal. Yeah, and that's that's what kind of that's what a lot of the stuff they reference in Blackish, and then in the show his own little like kind of curb version of the show. So it's about him and his family, I guess, dealing with the, the, the success on top of being a creator, a black creator in Hollywood, and all this stuff. I mean, he is right. a dickhead in the show. I love it. Looks he like is an it. asshole. Is that right? <laughs> <laughs> he is, he's the petty. He's the pettiest person. I, he is so petty. He is so petty. So he, he is such. So that's why yes. it's like it's curve. It's similar, yeah. It is like that, except it looks like people the, check him though. Right. Oh. Well, the con- the conceit is different. Like curved is like you're just. It's just him and you know Larry in the show and all this. The way that the, the 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 setup is is done through his daughter's like entrance like documentary to get into NYU. So what you it's kind of it's kind of weirdly kind of meta. So what you actually see is actually would really be her director's cut. Oh, so nice. so it's kind of it's her point of view of how yeah. she saw it. Cause isn't she doing monologue or something on there? Right. Or is just right. her doing so it's, that? It's her right. It's her point of view. Okay. And then she's intercutting all these people's points of view. Yeah, because I know, walked in but, on it uh, because my dad was watching it. <laughs> like my, my dad has watched everything on Netflix, and I was like, "What's this?" He's like, "I don't know." <laughs> <laughs> just put it on. Yeah, I like people to do that though. They ready watching. to watch anything. Oh man, like like when what's it called came out. Um, uh, 
Ozark. And like, uh, I just told him about the show like two days before it came out on Netflix, the last season. And uh, maybe three days later, they marked every season and the new season. Dude, I'm not. Your dad's a G. I know he ate that shit right up. Yeah, (laughs) yeah. Oh, man. It's funny because like he's been watching. He did all the Narcos. He did all the little... And then so like his suggestions is nothing but drug criminal. I love it. <laughs> yeah. Oh, hey. <laughs> yeah. He watched the whole Netflix on that. The whole genre on Netflix. But yeah, I'm I'm like Steven. Black as fuck is on my list. Uh, yeah. But, you know, interestingly enough, I've heard people like Karan say that they loved it. And then I've heard other people, notably yeah. like black people say, man, I couldn't get past two episodes. Mm. Hate it. Not for me. Hmm. I, Which I, I understand. Which I did. Or they felt it was like exploitation in some kind of way, a little bit too right. overt, a little bit too boisterous. But I'm I'm feeling like it's getting kind of lighthearted. I'm not gonna take it that serious. Yeah. Yeah. I think that's a key is to kind of look at it from that that perspective, like a kind of self uh kind of self-effacing uh kind of curb type perspective and then it's probably good yeah it's not very because i'm gonna say this i'm gonna say this about my oh. <laughs> 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 um let me say this about my people um <laughs> if you uh, ooh, I see it. <laughs> say it like you a character on black as fuck say it like that it's, you know, I'm just going to say it like this. Look, man, like <clears throat> all comedy, it's just like anything else. It's not even really a black thing, right? It's like there's a certain type that's going to like curbed, like curb, or curb your enthusiasm or yeah. the office or, you know, something that's that got these subtleties and things like that, that it's not going to, everybody's not going to like this. Some people yeah. are going to like Oh, uh, okay. The, I know where you're going. You see and what I'm I saying? Think, like, it's not well, like something. it's yeah. It's that sense of humor that makes you uncomfortable because kind of new, some of the situations are very. Some of the situations are very awkward, right? Some people Which don't want, want to be in. Yeah, a lot of people don't like those type of shows. Seinfeld, Curb. Like, uh, it's saying that they don't uh, understand office. it. They just don't want it. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, like, yeah, yeah, just, yeah, yeah. I got, I got enough real shit already. <laughs> I, I, I think some I, silly shit. I smell what you're cooking, Grind. Yeah. They don't want to uh, think, yeah. It's on my list. I got to see it. Because, I, I mean, I'm a big fan of Kenya. I uh, hit, like I love Black It's one of my all-time favorite shows. I think it rides that line of comedy and social commentary really, really well. Yeah. And um, and a lot of the other projects, he, the people he's got on there, between Lena Waithe and Ava and a lot of the other Black creators in Hollywood, I think it's, uh, I think it's, it's something that, I think will be really good because he's got a Netflix deal now. So it's something I'm looking forward to, especially to see what else he creates too. Tired. Uh, so it's on my queue. I will recommend it's a slow burn. It's not for everybody, but I'd recommend devs. If you liked ex machina and these like, uh, sci-fi Is that a movie or TV show? shows, it's a show on Hulu. Okay. Well, it's FX actually FX and you can catch it on Hulu, which is why I've been watching it. Yeah. It's Alex Garland. who's the same guy that made ex machina. And um, it's just, it's, it's got, it's about a lot of stuff, but a lot of it's about life and choices. 
all set in kind of the world of like a tech company that's kind of like like Google. Okay. Uh, but it deals with a lot of philosophical questions and and theories and shit like that. But under the guise of kind of like a kind of a murder mystery type thing, it's a trip. Gotcha. Um, I like I like everything, but I, I certainly have a penchant for scary horror. Um, whether it's good or bad, I just kind of like it. <laughs> mm-hmm. uh, whether it be funny to me or you know just subtleties of weirdness. So I've been watching uh, Castle Rock. That's and good though. Oh, is that good? Fuck. That's on is Hulu. Castle right? Rock is dope. Yes. No, yeah, no, I want to no. check it out. Yeah, it is on Hulu. So it is on Hulu. It's yeah, um, it's on Hulu. You know, basically, it's an interesting premise. It's um, Stephen King. Yeah. And uh, it's in this finished its second season, but each season uh, is kind of shaped around characters from his book older characters um uh oh so the same town right yeah from the same town the second season which i'm watching now is based on the woman from misery when she was younger oh she is wild oh yeah (laughs) one played by uh what's your name um kathy bates kathy bates man misery still holds up man that's a good movie I watched Misery before I watched the second season just to yeah. kind of get vibe, and it it definitely still holds up. Yeah, but, Effie Bates, uh, she won she won for that, right? She won Best Actress. Yeah. I think so. She won something for that, yeah. She fucking slayed that. But uh, even yeah, I would recommend even watch start with the first season. Of course, um, it has some interesting, subtle details in it. Andre Harrell. Uh, uh, I think that's his name. Holland, Holland. Holland, Andre Holland uh, is in the first season. Really, really good uh, actor. It's it's kind of a slow burn too, but man, it is a great thriller. Kind of takes you piece by piece each episode and leads you to uh, an ending that is very difficult to understand. Very, <laughs> very... Um, abstract unique multiple uh i don't want to give too much away frustrating even perhaps. yeah okay. actually when, actually when i read about it that's how frustrated i was <laughs> um, you talking about first season the first season yes yeah and mm. i'm the type of person i i can i feel like i can get just about anything westworld whatever it may be i can pick up on it it was just downright confusing ah uh, but in a good way okay yeah um movie i saw just kind of like on the fly the other day it was on sale for like 99 cents to rent um on google play it was uh the lighthouse so i finally got to check that one out still need to see that i have that one downloaded i gotta check it i don't recommend it for everyone i'll say that because it's like uh it's kind of one of those movies well maybe the first like 20 minutes into it i was like this feels like um, like almost like an Edgar Allan Poe story, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Um, like that's just the way it kind of felt to me. And then uh, I think it turns out it was kind of loosely based on one one of his stories, anyways. Um, but like uh, it's it's shot in uh, what aspect is it? Like the old school kind of just like square aspect. Stephen knows all this shit. Um, like the ratio, you know what I mean? Like. Almost oh, yeah, like yeah. 
Yeah, just a square. Yeah, a little yeah. For the format. Yeah, is that how it's presented? Yeah, it really is. Oh wow! And, and it and it's to me, it still looks. Um, it looks great. You know, like on well, my TV, but um, the uh, <laughs> it was like just the, the <laughs> reflex. Got that damn eighty something inch TV. I remember yeah. that time he corrected me on the size of his TV on the tank. <laughs> but actually, it's eighty eighty thousand inches. No, no, no. It's fifty k. Eighty five. But like, uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, but so, and then like, we, we got, we, oh, by the way, we got that little speaker for it. It's like made just for it. So it's got like a good sound. Anyhow, uh, <laughs> a good sound. Anyway, it's, it looked great. It sounded great. I mean, it's totally in black and white, but like, man, the, the darks were like just hitting, you know what I mean? Like, it was, it was very well shot. Like I thought it should have been nominated for a lot of stuff. I thought the sound editing was incredible. I think that may have actually been what it was nominated for. But then the acting, oh my God, like uh, it was intense, man. Like it was it's very intense. Um and it's not really gonna it's not really meant to I don't know. I don't wanna say a ton about it. Uh but I think if you know the director, like you're gonna kind of like get a little left out there, you know what I mean. Um, but I recommend it if if you're okay with weird mind fuck type movie, you know what I mean. Okay. Um, um, I would recommend just really quickly if you're just looking for something that's uh, very well done, very well written, but more than anything else, just beautiful to look at, just like breathtaking. Mm-hmm. Uh, Portrait of a Woman on Fire is okay. uh, pretty insane. Okay. Um, I believe it's on... Hulu now. Hulu, yeah. Yeah, yeah. I've seen oh, it on there. For Word? Yeah, yeah. man. Okay. So yeah. much is coming out to be real quickly available for the, the COVID it, thing. It's a trip. Yeah. It's incredible yeah. to look at. Like the, 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 the colors, the space um, where they shot, it just looks like they're in the south of France somewhere. It's... Okay. Incredible. All right. Um, yeah, we screened that at the. Oh, Stephen. That shit just wasn't able to keep busy. So that one, I'm really. It's on my queue. I gotta. Okay. I gotta see it, man. Yeah, because you know what? I feel like a lot of the um, nominees that I saw, I wasn't like super impressed with this year, and I saw quite a bit. I feel like, um, like I saw uh, Uncut Gems. I was I was I was okay with it, but it just like it kind of just made me irritated more than anything, you know. It's because his character was such a fucking dumbass, yeah. right? Yeah, I, I don't know how he made it. I don't know how I understand. <laughs> I mean, I, I'm fine with it as a film, but like, uh, I mean, I liked it. His character drove me nuts. Yeah, and that's the key. It and it was well acted on edge the entire time. You're it just did constantly. Constantly on edge. Right? It really did. It really did. But that's what the Safety brothers do well. Yeah, I haven't it seen anything else by them. Manic, um, manic movies. I did start rewatching. Um, we kind of it always comes back in conversation for some reason. But there will be blood. I kind of started rewatching that. Um, so, yeah, and it's like um, I, you can kind of see like more like dimensions to that movie. You know what I mean? Dude, he's so dope. Oh yeah. my god, Daniel Day Lewis so dope. I have a competition to beat. Oh man! Yeah, when he say that line, I'll be like, "Oh shit!" 
something wrong there, with this dude. Yeah, there's some scenes. You, he's trying to let you know. He's something yeah. wrong. Oh, yeah. There's scenes that you pick up in there where you're kind of like, and you can tell like he's kind of in character, but it's not even really part of the scene. You know what I mean? Like, right. Uh, right. Um, like what, what was that one part where, uh, uh, was it, uh, what's, what's the preacher's name? What's his name again? Ezekiel or was it? I can't remember his name. Um, Eli? Eli. Eli. Yeah, Eli was like kind of slapping him up and shit. And yeah. then, <laughs> yeah, that scene was like so intense. And then like, he was kind of like, like in his face. Like, I don't know if he was doing it as like, are the cameras rolling or like, or this is the way the character would react kind of thing. You could tell it wasn't written at all. Like, it was just kind of like, just kind of him being the character. And um, it was, I just thought it was interesting. You can, you, you can go back and watch it like in different ways. You know what I mean? Y'all can give me shit, but I actually still haven't seen that. It's been on. Shit. All right. So put on Carlito's way. <laughs> I know. And I love Daniel Day Lewis. And then, but that one I just somehow missed. All right. How about. This Karan Karan <laughs> <laughs> like just fell out of the screen. Like. Like it's it's on it's on my it is on my list. How about it's um uh the fa- uh, Phantom Thread? Have you seen that one? Still haven't. No, I tried, every time I tried to see that at the theater, that shit was actually sold out, Listen. and it was indie, so it wasn't on. I oh, don't give theater, me that shit. But it was sold I out every time. Ever. How long? How long ago was it in the theater? It? Like two years ago. Nah. Hey, did you watch it? <laughs> Hell yeah, dude! I've I've seen that movie like twenty yeah. times. Yes, I watched it. With Catherine three watch times. It, watch it with your lady or whoever. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Because it's on really some like some real shit. Real, real shit. Yeah. yeah. Yes. Yeah. It's so clever. So, I love it. I love it. I love it. It really is. Especially it really the first is. time. And even when we watched it the second and third time, we were still like, oh, yeah. It's still dope. I can come that in on first any time scene. in the movies. Oh, yeah. Oh, man. Yeah, I, can, I was just like, we in there and everybody it's like other people in the movie theater and it's kind of tight I forget where we watched that mm-hmm. it was Violet Crown I want to say it was Violet Crown mm-hmm. but everybody was like no no we saw it at um, no we saw it at at, um, at at the draft house okay and everybody was like a little tense oh shit especially with the the, the big with the yeah. big the thing discovery well, yeah. the big thing Everybody, everybody was like, oh, damn, hey, damn that's some wild shit. <laughs> uh, I ain't going to go And I'll be honest, man, because even when Quran first recommended it, I was like, okay, I like Daniel Day-Lewis. I love, um, oh boy, what's his name? Um, the director. Anderson. Yeah, oh, he's, just always, he's just always great. It's like, but why am I going to watch this snooty-ass movie about, you know, a seamstress? <laughs> you know what I mean? Like... Like it, I wanted to watch it. Right, right, right. But that's kind of <laughs> like secondary. But even that's great. Like, like it's just it is. It's it's just great. I loved it. And then like, so okay, so you know you you go to uh, you go to a comedy show and and the comedian's going off on like relationships and then you know your girl nudges you. You know what I'm saying? Like, you do that. You know what I mean? Like, it's kind of one of those type of movies. If if I could say it like mm-hmm. that. But, it's just a lot when you get yeah. to the end part. <laughs> yeah, man, it's a lot. I mm-hmm. highly recommend it. Mm-hmm. It is a fantastic movie. It turns out it's just about life, really. But 
It really is. Yeah. It really is. It's kind of a kind of a class, kind of a a playing class, but really, it's just but, on. But some, you, like, you you but you know regular shit. as people that do that shit too. Regular as right, people. right, exactly. Yeah. So it kind of homes in on something that everybody can understand. Yeah, I think so. So that's y'all's that's y'all's homework. <laughs> oh my um, god! And then we'll we'll come back and talk about it. Um. Yeah. So, Dan, we kind of did this. Um. So that's it. Yeah, we're just kind of checking in on y'all. Um. Uh, we'll we'll be doing these more often. And uh, this was pretty easy, right? I mean, we kind of just jump in, and uh, we'll get some of the sound issues tight or whatever. I still got to go back and listen to it. Well, especially for our first one. I mean. Yeah. Yeah. For sure. But we're back in here. And uh, we'll be checking on y'all. And uh, that's it. Anybody got anything else? Good, man. Uh, Y'all stay safe, man. Yeah. Stay in the house. Yeah, absolutely. All right. So that's going to do it for me. All right. All right. All right. That'll be good.